0: I would challenge you to point out any president or politician who has not made serious compromises of ethics, who does not have some skeletons in the closet. Unfortunately, that seems to be an inherent part of the game of politics, and we as a nation have come to accept it
1: to a shocking degree. Hello, and welcome to Episode 1 of Conversations with My Conservative Dead Father. I'm your host. Jonathan Grossman. And I'm your co-host, Michael Grossman. And
0: yes, this is an AI version of me, but everything that I say in this podcast is transcribed from emails I had with my son, Jonathan. Even the dirty stuff.
1: (laughs) Don't worry, it doesn't get dirty. Well, the politicians get a little bit dirty. I just want to make mention that if you ever spoke to my dad, you would be amazed by how much this AI voice sounds like him. The inflections, the attitude, a lot of it is there. It's kind of amazing. Okay, so let's get started. On today's episode, we ask the question Are we desensitized to corruption in politics? All politicians are scoundrels. Maybe. If we assume that because politicians are humans and humans are tempted by power, that all politicians fall short in this way, from Trump's impeachments to Clinton's impeachment, from Santos's lies to Hunter Biden's laptop, the media finds a way to paint our politicians as corrupt liars. It's clear that there's bias in the media, so it clouds our vision. It's up to us to dig deeper and make our own decisions." I'll be honest, I think Trump is a corrupt businessman and also a corrupt politician. I think Bill Clinton lied about Monica and therefore probably lied about more important things. However, I don't think Trump's handling of classified materials is equal to Biden's. Trump is uncooperative. Biden? Cooperative. Pence, too, for that matter. The bottom line for me is that every politician will make mistakes, but how they handle those mistakes comes down to character. And if you think they are generally a good person, you overlook their mistakes and assume they'll fix them. Trump campaigned on the fact that he was this amazing business person who would cut great deals for America and make us all rich. But if we take a closer look at Trump's past, we see that according to PolitiFact, he has gone bankrupt six times. He has manipulated his finances to look good for obtaining loans, but look bad to avoid paying more in taxes. And according to USA Today, the Trump Organization has been party to 4,000 lawsuits. And Trump himself has been sued over 130 times since his presidency. There is a laundry list of failed businesses and pump and dump scams from Trump University to Trump Stakes. I'm sure Trump and his supporters would call all this a witch hunt. But frankly, if it looks like poop and smells like poop, it's probably poop. Oh, come on. Just say
0: the word shit. If kids are listening to this, the word shit is nothing. Okay,
1: so you agree Trump's full of shit? Now don't go putting words in my mouth. Fair enough, at least not the words he didn't say. Well, let's get started. This was our first conversation, which was from March 15th, 2020, where we discussed the Netflix television show Dirty Money and the episode specifically on Trump called The Confidence Man. So let's stir the pot. Pops, I have a few shows I'd like you to watch on Trump. I'd like you to watch Dirty Money on Netflix. Or maybe you canceled Netflix because of their deal with Obama. Come on, Pops. Try to stay open-minded. Without that, we all lose. I already watched it. Frankly, I'm not going to
0: spend much time discussing it because even if everything alleged is true, I appreciate his policies that, in my opinion, have been good for our country. He may be the worst businessman in the world. He may be P.T. Barnum, but making campaign promises and keeping them is unheard of in politics.
1: I'm glad you watched the documentary and that you again have Netflix despite Obama. Yes, he has followed through on some of his promises. However, he's not followed through on all of them. Middle East peace, the border wall paid for by Mexico, tax cuts that benefit the lower and middle class commensurate with those for the upper class and big business medical care for those with pre-existing conditions. I understand your faith in the Trump administration based on his current performance. I also understand that we all ignore the information that doesn't support our point of view and find the information that does. However, what surprises me a little bit is the fact that you're willing to overlook all of Trump's historical lies and misdeeds and assume that what he's doing now is actually good for the country and not just good for himself, as evidenced by just about every other business decision that he's done. I challenge you to refute the most basic information in that documentary. I've done my own research and have yet to find any information that summarily contradicts his historical actions shown in that documentary. He makes great deals for himself that are not good for the people he deals with. Pops, you've always taught me the most successful negotiations are those in which both parties give a little bit. But I can't see Trump ever giving a little bit. He doesn't follow that. Yes, that's true. I will concede that
0: Trump is very egotistical and very flamboyant, and therefore does not mask his self-aggrandizement as well as most others do. Do I like the way Trump conducts himself and often expresses himself? No. So where I start is all politicians are out for themselves, first and foremost. And their main goal in life is to keep getting re-elected so they can continue their careers of self-aggrandizement. One of the main things I look at is a candidate's fiscal policies, because that hits me hardest of all. I'm surprised you don't recognize that as a small business owner yourself. Now, I don't expect you to share that view, but I offer that as a framework of where I am coming from, so you can better understand that I am always looking at the lesser of evils. I am also interested in seeing the interests of the USA being a higher priority than making nice with every country in the world. I want a government that puts the interests of our own citizens and legal residents ahead of all others. I want to see this country strongly defended. Those are among my
1: priorities. Those are the things I look for in a candidate. Pops, not for a moment am I trying to convince you to think otherwise. But for the life of me, I'm trying to reconcile the fact that my very balanced, highly intelligent father supports someone who seems to be, on so many levels, the antithesis of the type of person that you have taught me to be in this world. This is the reason why I'm having these conversations with you. I try to keep very open-minded, and yet I have not been able to resolve this inner conflict. I still and always will look up to you. I hold your opinion in such high regard. My hope is to somehow understand where you're coming from on this one. Fair enough. Where I am coming from is very simple.
0: His tax policies have been, for the most part, much to my liking. Even those that may have resulted in a modest increase for me. For example, the loss of the state income tax deduction, which I support because I do agree with the reasoning behind it. Let's say that documentary is 100% accurate, which I seriously doubt. Let's assume he is a total scoundrel, looking to increase his own wealth, a liar, and thoroughly despicable person. In my opinion, we have just described 99.9% of the politicians. You think he is any worse than Pelosi or Schumer or Obama in that respect? I don't. However, I would challenge you to point out any president— or politician who has not made serious compromises of ethics, who does not have some skeletons in the closet. Unfortunately, that seems to be an inherent part of the game of politics, and we as a nation have come to accept it to a shocking degree. Frankly, I would prefer politicians that simply take their graft and leave the government alone. Just go home and keep their hands off the economy. Instead, for the most part, they... Take our money and restrict our freedoms, big and small. Okay, I see your point of view, but how can you overlook all the other stuff? Sometimes it is best to focus on what a person does rather than what they say or how they say it. You know, actions speak louder than words. And yes, some of his actions, particularly in the private sector, have been reprehensible scratch any super wealthy businessman and underneath you will find some element of scoundrel most are pretty ruthless when it comes to their financial self-interest some just have a more polished patina than others your great grandfather hofstadter my poppy used to say the only reason that anybody goes into politics is to get as much money as they can and when i was a youngster i would accuse him of being cynical as i got older and hopefully somewhat wiser, as to the ways of the world, I saw the truth in what he was saying. What I do object to about this particular documentary is it is done with an agenda and makes no attempt to either provide proof of most allegations nor does it present even a scintilla of any other perspective, not a single interview or segment in which the good things he has done are as much as mentioned. Not a single instance of pointing out that many of the allegations has been denied and perhaps even debunked. So as far as I am concerned, it is just another hit piece from a media company with an agenda. If you want me to remain open-minded, present me with more objective, quote, documentaries. Please don't expect me to suddenly despise Trump based on a hit piece like this. All right. I remain satisfied with his performance in office and still feel he was the better choice over the alternatives that were offered.
1: And that concludes our first episode of Conversations with My Conservative Dead Father. Please leave a comment and let me know what you think. And be sure to follow and like our show. It really does help. Conversations with My Conservative Dead Father
0: is hosted by Jonathan Grossman and me, Michael Grossman. The show is produced and recorded by Night Shift Audio. AI-generated voice created
1: by the play HT Engine. Main title music by Dogwood Moon. Please encourage everyone to have conversations with people of varying points of view. Listen, learn, and most importantly, keep an open heart and an open mind. Thanks for listening.